Time hey, what's up, guys? Episode five here. We are back with Time for Rolling Esports. This is episode 21. This is our update episode going over the patch notes, specifically looking at heroes and item changes with odds, breaking down some numbers, and figuring out if these changes will affect the esports in the future. This episode will be a little different, mostly because we will probably see another patch, anyways, by the time. Uh, the new uh, the season starts the summer season, so this one won't be as important when it comes to the competitive scene. But there is still the Viz Pro tournaments going on. Um, you can follow us at on our Twitter at Time for Rolling Esports uh, TFR underscore Esports, and that's pretty much it. I'll get you guys right into this episode. The right targets. That is one trade. T Tigers is still pretty healthy. Tries to jump in. He finds one. This is a big turnaround for Liberation X. They might get the third. They might find an ace here on two lost boy top. Surrey Strike is not oh. enough. Because it goes down. He might go for Donna Twips. He's going to get one. He's got to get two. Lost boy oh. top. Hey guys, what's going on? Crude Sloth here. Uh, Endless let me take the reins this time and get to do the intro. It's like an honor that I get to do this. So, Endless, thank you. I appreciate oh, that. No problem. You know, you got to learn someday. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I see how it's going to be. All right. So, this is our 2.5 update episode. Uh, later on, we will be having odds joining us to talk about the heroes and items and all that kind of the main changes that deal with esports. Um, in the beginning, we're just going to kind of go through the whole patch notes. Uh, probably spend a lot more time on talent since that is the big thing coming to the more casual side of Vainglory. Um, if you haven't seen, there's a video out about the talents. There's this little graphic thing about talents that kind of breaks it down, you know, explains all heroes have rare, epic, and legendary talents that you can only use in brawl modes. Talents have, you know, coins, so you can collect these coins, and then they have all these new features in the app that you probably have saw. Or I've seen, um, you know, there's three coins each day for different heroes. You can spend glory on that to buy them and level them up. And, and then, of course, you can get the coins through buying chests and day the reward type things. And, you know, the legendary ones are more rare. And, you know, each ability is more unique and can be more, I guess, annoying or overpowering, depending on what it is. Um, I know this is definitely being released later on, so I'm sure you guys have yeah. played around with uh, the brawl modes already and all the coins and... There's a lot of crazy ones, a lot of annoying ones. I played a couple of Glaive where his ultimate is a stun. Yeah. So, like, you just afterburn and then alt, and then everyone's stunned around you. And you can, like, stun them by afterburning them and then stun them by alting. And then if you have, like, a Catherine or someone else on your team, you just keep stunning them over and over. It's I, I don't understand the point of the Gwen's alt where it's three, like, aces high. So, you throw out the three, right? But you're only aiming at one person. What are the chances that the other two are going to be in that perfect location? That to... gives you a better chance of not missing, I guess. Yeah, well. You have a better chance of hitting them. It all. will make it interesting, but I just, I feel like they could have done something different. I know they have 96 of them. If you go into um, your app and you can go into where your heroes and skins are listed, they have 96 of the talents there. You can look through, buy the specific ones you want. Um, but, you know, talents is going to be kind of, a fun thing. I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's overpowered, da, da 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 I mean, my personal opinion is that it's brawl mode for a reason. It's supposed to be for fun. Uh, I know they do have like a little skill thing now for Blitz, and you can see your progression and like how many points you've obtained depending on how many you win. I And, you know, I, I've heard the Kestrel snipe is insane. Even with double Aegis, you still get destroyed if they have any type of crystal. But, I mean, that's what kind of makes it fun. Like, that's the type of things that, yeah, you may lose some depending on if someone has a higher talent than you. 
but that just motivates you if you're a casual player and you don't care about rank as much that just motivates you to get more glory and get cooler talents and you know learn how to use the different ones yeah i really like it because i mean obviously they give you they keep adding this new stuff and making the game interesting again in case you know you know you lose interest in it but i like the fact that they didn't touch that the 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 normal 3v3 um side they just put this all in brawl mode so it's it's a nice change up um I'm already loving it, so. Yeah, uh, they have, you know, the release dates. Each date you log in, you get a, re a login reward. This is from June 1st through June 7th. So first day you get the Scarf Split Fire instead of Spit Fire. And then the next day after that you'll get, like, uh, maybe a random rare talent coins. We'll get, you know, all the way up to Epic and Legendary one towards the end. So make sure you keep logging in and you keep getting the, the free coins. Um, I know the chest, there's kind of some issues with the description of the chest. The chest kind of makes it sound like you're going to be unlocking all these coins right away, but then you get into the legendary chest, you do get some rare talents unlocked, but then you get coins, then you have to spend glory on those coins. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you're getting all these coins and then for free, it's like you kind of spend 4,000 ice to unlock a bunch of coins, which is cool to see them, and like then, then you can spend your money on the ones you want. Yeah, but then but you still have then to spend that glory. then you're kind of spending double glory, which is... I know I've seen in the Slack, you know, the couple the conversations happening on Slack of people saying that they're hopefully going to rewrite that and get that new description out so it's not misleading. People aren't dropping 4,000 ice thinking they're going to get 360-some coins, which uh, I guess if you just don't really read into it, you won't know. Um, probably the other big thing that's happening, at least in this patch compared to other patches, is the, the skins that are coming out. Um, the skins are pretty pretty legit this patch. Uh, the land skin is by far my favorite. Um, I will be dropping as much ice as it takes to get that skin. Yeah, the land skin is, is pretty, pretty creative. Uh, a lot of things have changed in-game on him. Uh, you know, he's got new armor, just new everything. Animation changes, all the leaps and his jumps and rolls and all that kind of stuff is going to be kind of crazy. Um, just, yeah, everything about him, uh, just how he looks visually, it's pretty insane. Um, is this your favorite? Uh, out of the four, or do you have a different favorite? Out of, this, out, of, out, of the, out of these four, yeah. Out of these four. I mean, I like the Spider Queen Kestrel, but we have so many Kestrel ones. Like, yeah. her winter one is probably still my favorite because, like, the glowing eyes are really cool. I mean, I haven't played her yet. So I don't know what she actually looks like. That web is really cool, though. Like, yeah. the her uh, trap she puts down. So, yeah, I like the Spider Queen one. The Broken Alpha, I mean, it's probably cool, but it's not, like, my favorite. Yeah. Probably just because I don't play her that much. The lore... And the, the splash art of that one was really cool, though. So if you haven't checked it out, you definitely need to read that. And then our last one is... Do we have one more? Yeah, Grimjaw. Oh, Grimjaw, yeah. Lapdog. Lapdog Grimjaw, yeah. That was pretty cool. Cool idea. Um, kind of weird that the dog has that big of tusk, like it's half elephant. I say, it's like mammoth. Like. <laughs> mammoth. Well, Grimjaw is pretty big. That one would be cool. That would be cool to see like the pro players since they play Grumjaw a lot like yeah. playing that dog skin instead of the red kind of weird looking one um other small changes of course we have like the whole quest thing being changed instead of quest three slots we have just slot two is your quest slot one is your five hero chest which i really like that really helps um new players challenge themselves into playing five different heroes instead of maybe playing the same one that way you can yeah. get more coins uh, the last one is, of course, the old first win, third win, and your Sinister 7, which is a good way to track how many wins you have. can kind of motivate you to be like, oh, I need one more win. Kind of sucks at the same time because it's <laughs> 1 a.m. and you know you need one more win to get that money. 
So you just keep playing until you get it, and then Sinister Seven can kind of motivate you to you know keep getting on every day and try to get one win so you can get that. So I'm kind of glad that was kind of requested amongst the community. Um, improved visual clarity, you know, just some small things they've changed. Oh, that's the other thing I've seen people kind of complain about on Twitter is the whole, like, flashes and, like, when you get stunned or something happens, your screen flashes or, like, if your ability isn't up, it flashes if you try to click on it. I don't know. There's a lot of flashing happened. I haven't really messed with my settings yet. You can toggle that off, though. I mean, yeah. Well, I heard on Android, for some reason, they didn't put yeah. that in there, so you can't do it on Android yet. They're trying to fix that. They're pushing a hot And fix. then... I know I saw Odds or tweeting about it, and he's like, my freaking head hurts because it's flashing like crazy. It was flashing for, uh, it was like, I forget what reason his was flashing for, but hopefully they kind of get that figured out. Pro players don't need things flashing at them. That just makes things more distracting. It does help the newer, uh, you know, the newer players and that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of small things they're trying to do for, like, the new players and, like, some players that are new to the game to help them understand everything. Of course, there's the dodge changes. I'm not going to read all the low priority queue changes. That's kind of uh, much more, uh, I guess, targeted towards the higher tier players because there's a lot of uh, dodging that goes on there. You don't see as much dodging uh, in the mid-tier, like tier 7 like we are, just because we don't really care. And if we go into a match when someone has a terrible comp, we just go for it anyways. Yeah. And we, we always see trolling down there anyways. We see trolling 24-7. Blitz changes... They have the middle century now instead of the gold miner, so you don't get the money from it. I, I These are just small changes that aren't really matter. Oh, another big change, I guess, for esports scene is the, I know getting this with odds probably, is the platform change. You know, you get, you, you heal, heal faster. I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, that way, rotations are going to happen faster. The laners are going to get back to lane faster, be able to farm more, all because of that slight heal they have. So... Mm -hmm. Uh, that'll be a pretty interesting change. Otherwise, you know, hero balance changes. There's some small ones that we probably won't talk with uh, odds later on. Um, you know, like your grump jaw, his grumpy, it dashes to the target location rather than behind it. Don't even know what that means. Doesn't he always dash to the target location? Yeah, I don't. I really think it's like he's gonna either. end up in front of him, and I guess if you would dash, you'd go too far behind. Uh, not really sure how that actually works out. Arden, he's got a slight change up on his uh, Julia's gift, his perk. I'm so happy about that. It's I want Arden be, to be coming back, and I mean, not that he was ever really out, I guess, but it's just his his natural healing he gets from over the time damage. So like scarf ticks and you yeah. know all that type of over time damage won't be as strong to him. He'll be able to heal a lot more. Um, and other small changes that aren't necessary we're going to talk about. Pedal and Saul. Once again, they mess with Saul. This is like the fourth patch in a row. They just keep messing with them for fun, I guess. Uh, Pedal's, you know, uh, Brom, Brombles, booms? Bramble Boom. Bramble Boom Seeds. Bramble Boom. Didn't really know what that means. But cooldowns um, increase from 2.5 to 3. And then Scarp. Scarp. Scarf. Scarf. Uh, his goop, that's where I got my beef from, was the goop. You combined them. Yep, I do that a lot. So the whole ignite damage and its burn damage is up, but the initial the ignite of the goop is down, so it's not as bursty, but then if you get enough auto attacks on, the burn will be up. So it's they nerf something but buff something to keep him kind of still like even and not like overpowered one way or the other. Right. Taka, this could be a small change to Taka. We saw a lot of cooldown Taka in... Um, you know, the competitive scene, but the weapon ratio is up from 30 to 35. Another small change. Box, another really small change. Not really know how they even noticed this, but the slow on his pulse uh, made it a bit too difficult for melee heroes to keep up with the box. 
but only a little bit according to Zekent. So they change the slow only at the center. So if you're at the very center of that, you get slowed and it's been changed a little bit. So not really that many. Um, there's a lot of small changes that won't affect probably the esports scene at all. Another thing that probably won't affect the esports scene is just clockwork and echo, echo has been changed. Um, their total costs are down on both of them and you can sell them for more. Um, you're going to get more energy out of Echo. So definitely trying to get that worked in a little bit more. That's yeah, I don't right think there. we'll see it really in competitive. We really haven't even seen a clockwork that much. You don't really see that on a, a Roamer at all or a or a, Maybe Kestrel at most would be. Oh, yeah, I guess you do see yeah. clockworks on Kestrel sometimes coming out late games if they have two batteries. But um, Summering Husk is another one that we don't see that much in competitive. Even though that was kind of a good item when it first came out, you would think, oh, burst damage, you want to use this to kind of stop that burst from happening. But um, it's been, you get a little more health, and it's a little more, uh, it's a little more expensive, but we'll see if those changes are actually that huge. But really that's all there is for um, these patch notes outside of the competitive part, which we'll get with odds here. But, uh, I mean, talents are really the big thing, so... Just keep playing talents. If you're a casual player, try to get as many talents as you can. And uh, I'm sure you will be seeing a lot on Twitter about which talent is the most overpowered or which one's the, you know, the most fun to play. And I've kind of been seeing already some people releasing videos of some crazy stuff they've done. So I'm excited to see, uh, you know, actually be able to play. I've been really busy, so we haven't gotten actually to play. And I'm about to right. drop all the ice I have on Glory if I need to to try to unlock as many talents as possible. Oh, that's aggressive. I want to spend mine more on skins, I think. <laughs> I have plenty that. of Glory saved up, though. Gotta so. get that another glance. Alright, let's get let's get this to odds now. Let's all figure right, let's that out. Let's get this interview in with odds. He's going to talk about all the hero changes, all the item changes, and it's going to probably be quick in and out. It's going to be a great, informative uh, interview with odds. Time for rolling. All right, so we are joined now with Odds. How's it going, Odds? Good, and yourself? How are you? Doing pretty good. So this is update 2.5. We are about to go through and break down some of these hero changes and changes to some of the items. Um, let's just get right into it and start talking about some of these stats and changes. Uh, the first one we're going to talk about with you is Baptiste. Talking more as a roamer or a captain, not as a jungler or a lane carry. The big odd change to him is his B ability. Um, has the range now from five to six, which is really going to make him a lot more versatile in being able to catch people out and actually really peel for his team and allow him to catch out. The other um, small things is the crystal ratio. Maybe you'll see uh, him somewhere find a spot spot in the jungler lane but i don't think these small changes are really going to make that for this 2.5 but we'll have to see yeah i mean his changes to like you had said his range is up a bit so i can kind of help maybe if he is in that captain position get to maybe that back line of the carry who's sitting back there and get uh that ordained out easier um, so we may see Baptiste come into play a little more as that captain position, like you said, maybe not so much as a laner or even the jungle, but another captain that has been changed that they may be trying to bring back. Some people, there's been a lot of talk on Twitter just simply about whether this is actually going to make her viable or not, but that is Catherine. Uh, do you want to talk about these changes to her and what this may affect the, the esports scene? 
So with Catherine, pretty simple um, upgrade. They put the armor and shield granted per stack from one to two. So big effect if you can utilize the hero um, correctly and consistently get stacks, um, which it really depends on the matchup and how good you are. Catherine still has a really weak early game in duo queue. I have seen a lot more Catherines coming out and it's very different in solo queue because no one really can block that silence in the POA low Vainglorious level. But I think it's going to be interesting. You're definitely going to see it more in um, competitive coming up, but it's definitely going to be having to work around a comp, especially with the changes to Arden and other uh, supports that make them very viable as well. I'm not sure. How many stacks would Cather normally get? Like, do you know a number that an average stack that people actually would get to in these games and what it may be now it's going to be just strictly doubled? Could they get like up to a hundred and some stacks now with this new change? So typically want it's either one stack every 30 seconds is like a guideline or one stack every 20 seconds is like a preferred guideline of like per minute you want three stacks per minute that's about 90 stacks so now grant it would be 180 stacks so that's that's pretty big i mean we'll see i know people have been talking about that it's just going to make her really tanky late game and when she does use that bubble it may be harder to take her down but like you said, when you're up in that high competitive um, play, you know, a lot of the people will block her silence, and that's when she really does uh, shine. So maybe in, uh, you know, on our skill tier of tier seven, it may be better to play here compared to that high level of Inglorious. So next up, as uh, we got Glaive on the list, um, we see that they have a little bit of, um, they, they try to take down the cooldown, the afterburn uh, on that. It's probably, it's down from, 22, 20, 18, 16, 10 to 22, 20, 18, 16, 12. So at the end there, uh, a little bit. But do you think this is going to be more focused on the, the cooldown glaive, or how do you see this working out? So it is it is definitely just focused on cooldown glaive, as they said on um, the stream. Um, but if you look at it, the only thing that's changed is when it's fully driven, which is level 8 a lot late game but it's taking a four to five second afterburn to a five to six second afterburn going to really change the life of glaive in my opinion like for the peeling and the, what it's used for that one second in most cases you might see other picks or people get scared when they say oh we've nerfed it but they're going to realize that it for me at least it's not that different yeah, I mean, I know with that number being so small, some people may not think it's a big change, uh, but, you know, some people that play Glaive a lot and play him constantly may actually pick up on that slight, uh, that slight nerf to him. Uh, someone else that kind of has a small change that may be in effect, I've seen people talk about Quinn, how it could hurt her damage late game, but since we a lot of people are running the Tension Bow, Gwen, maybe this change to her Boomstick isn't that big of a deal. Uh, what is your opinion with this slight nerf on her boomstick and the weapon ratio? 
So I'm falling out of love personally for Gwen right now anyway. So I think, and I know a lot of pro players and people I've talked to, they love Gwen, but they're falling in love with other weapon power heroes, etc. And I think you're kind of going to see Gwen just get to the back line. In certain comps, with burst comps and push comps, I think it's still viable. But I think there's going to be other priorities taking over that what once was very hard-picked, hard-countered um, Gwen in draft mode. I saw some people talking on Twitter about how they were expecting some of the Baron, like a nerf coming out. I mean, do you think Baron is still in a good place and isn't too strong in the competitive scene? Baron's in a, in a perfect spot. Um, honestly, my biggest thing, and talking to a lot of people in London and stuff and looking over in the EA region, it's not Baron. And from, uh, I'm not going to name names, but they said, we a North American and EU players don't know how to play Vox, and that's why they can't be Baron, and that's why they think Baron is a counter to Vox because they don't know how to play Vox. That's pretty interesting to hear. I'm sure we'll yeah. definitely see that later on once those regions kind of uh, mix up more. But um, yeah, so next we see here we got Kestrel coming up with the Glimmer shot. Um, the energy cost is up from 50 to 60. Obviously, they were talking about um, trying to get that cooldown further down, I guess you could say, or further up so that you can't use as many. Um, and then you got the one-shot, one-kill, that energy cost is up as well. So how do you think that will affect the Kestrel? Um, talking to Kestrels, most Kestrels are, they're getting double baddie right away. So, um, and, and CP roll. I think it really hurts weapon power. I don't think it hurts CP as much. But... I haven't played Kestrel, but what's not on here is a lot of people are saying the Glimmer Shot is just feeling like it's a lot longer to shoot. And that's not on the notes, but if you go and play, I've tried it myself, the Glimmer Shot just feels slower. They're not rapid anymore. It feels like there's almost like a channel to actually get your Glimmer Shots off, which is really strange. Yeah, I'm sure that is something that you would probably pick up on if you played her a lot. You and kind of spam those arrows out pretty fast and go out of damage. So I wonder if that is something someone has, you know, made note to Vainglory, if that's just a visual uh, glitch or if that's actually the thing. So I'm sure we'll see be seeing something out of uh, Vainglory off of Kestrel. Um, the next one is probably the most interesting one. Once again, for I don't know how many patches we've done this with you already, but uh, Lyra gets changed again, and this is a little more than just a change. There's definitely some actual changes to how her abilities work. So I think we could take some time and kind of explain Lyra, maybe talk about why. We'll talk about Lyra first, and then we'll talk about why SCMC keeps doing these changes to heroes like Lyra and Adagio. So first, let's go ahead and listen to you kind of break down these new abilities with her. So starting from what the first thing you see if you're reading these updates, you have the basic attack range down from 6.6 .6 to 5.1. First of all, this is just immense for the early game pressure Lyra can deal in lane with that long range. But it's not really going to affect the playstyle besides the harassment. The push comps and the poke, I think, is still going to be there, and that's a big thing. The biggest thing is with the Imperial Sigil, being able to, with the new, when reactivated, will immediately consume the remaining duration to heal at 60% effectiveness. 
So you'll have burst heal. It's no longer having to just sit in the pool and wait. So this, I think, this is really the biggest change to Lyra right now. And overall, I think they actually almost buffed Lyra. I've seen everything, every ranked game I've played banned. So it's going to be interesting to see if um, pro teams let Lyra through. I know it's like a month away, so there's probably going to be counters and everything's going to be really thought out. You're going to see things. I know this pro is still on 2.4, 2 so so in the scrims and everything is really where it's going to shine and see how effective Lyra is come uh, summer, which I think will be another patch. So we won't really see any of these this patch really hit esports besides the, uh, the challengers if they start soon enough on 2.5 i'm not too sure um but then we have the arcane passage i really like this one um increase go 13 meters instead of 11 which um i think that's really cool it's really going to allow for some new jumps really how far 13 meters is on the map but i'd like to see someone test out the new length and see if there's any cool jumps that they can make and really surprise an enemy team yeah, so I've seen kind of a discussion coming out of one person specifically about uh, the changes that Super Evil like does to some of these heroes, and specifically, you know, like these two healers, Adagio and Lyra. So I was curious what your opinion is about these changes, and if you know maybe SMC does this to kind of control meta and be like, okay, we're tired of you know forcing players to constantly have to ban. Adagio and Lyra are tired of them having to pick them. Do you think SMC kind of nursed them? Not necessarily because they're like too overpowered, or maybe it's just because with you know the hero pool only being 30, they kind of have to make these more drastic changes to get someone else into the scene to keep it more interesting to watch. They've always um with Super Evil, like from way back, if something's overpowered or in the eyes of the community overpowered, whether it be competitive or casual, they'll let it go through the first patch where it comes out, and then that next patch, it will be nerfed. Unless it needs to be hot fixed if something's just broken, just not as intended. Um, I think with the healers, it's really like a finicky um, spot because professional players, they do know how to counter. They, knew, they do know like up in Kestrel, you can't body block that. You can't body block with Lyra, so you're just going to pick a uh, Kestrel in a sky, and that Lyra can't frontline, so what are they going to do unless... So the enemy has to have, like, a melee heroes. They can't go, like, push comp with a Lyra if you guys go push comp as well, because Lyra can't body block if you have something like an Arden or a Fortress. So it's really, like, a tough spot to get the healers. It's going to take some time until they make new healers or Heroes like uh, Sona and stuff like that that offer a little bit more healing. We'll definitely see when more heroes get out. I think it'll stabilize around like 50 or so heroes where you have a good mix. All right, so that pretty much sums up the the changes to the heroes, I guess the, the big changes. There's other small ones as well, but uh, let's go ahead and dive into the item changes. Um, the first one up, I think the first big one would be the Atlas Pauldron. What do you see coming up here in the competitive scene with the Atlas Pauldron? Um, for Atlas Pauldron, I think this is more of a casual thing. Um, yeah, Atlas Pauldron, 
um, and competitive when you have two against you, you can only block one. So it gets super hard. Their stream, like, there was almost, from what I understood, a bug with it. So if you Atlas pauldroned a Baron, and the Baron would have to auto-attack. Um, it would reduce it after it hit the auto-attack. So it was almost on a six to seven second um, slow attack instead of what it's meant to be, just because of the way... But I don't think this is going to be crazy different. Like, double Atlas Pauldron is still going to work. Like, Atlas Pauldron is still going to work at the lower tier levels. Um, higher tier, you might see some more Metal Jackets. Maybe not, like, but double Atlas is probably going to be the way to go if you want to go Atlas at all. Or if you want to waste uh, McCary's Reflex Block. It's a... Yeah, I mean, we I had kind of saw people talking about how this is kind of a buff for those weapon carries that rely on attack speed. But you know, like you said, you know, high play or high level skill play, you know, they do a good job of blocking blocking atlases if there's only one, and if there is two, that won't really change it that much. Uh, the other item that I kind of did want to talk about that we see in the that we we actually haven't seen in the competitive play, but I want to hear your opinion on is if no way gauntlet if this will ever actually be a decent item for them to utilize i know it's really situational and it used to be overpowered with a matchup up with a catherine you know against a fen type of comp but i didn't know when this this item is actually viable and you know what bangor or smc may have to do to make this item these captains actually carry with them um i feel like it's super situational like I'll wave gauntlet on someone like an Arden. With um Catherine maybe coming back into the meta, you might see um the null wave get picked up by Catherine. The silence is super effective in her composition. So if she can null wave uh a support, he has to say, Hey, am I gonna crucible this? And then silence my whole team, like what's gonna happen? Like so we'll definitely have to see. With Catherine coming back into meta, people start picking up the Null Wave Gauntlet. Because I, I definitely like this item, and I definitely think it's an underutilized item. So yeah, like you had mentioned earlier, this is kind of like the downtime season before summer starts. So this patch may not be as important for the esports scene like altogether. We may see, like you said, the challengers at the end, if that's how it matches up. But right now, it's kind of just the in-between play on Bizpro and that kind of competitive scene. So who knows, you know, Atlas, Pauldron may be changed, or... Lyra may get all reworked again before the summer season starts, just depending on if that is overpowered or not. But, I mean, pretty much that wraps it up for our hero and item um, conversation. There wasn't too many big ones. Uh, we'll see how this hat what changes in 2.5 and how that may affect 2.6. So, how was London, man? How was that? All the experience at London was great. Um, as anybody watched, uh, Cyclone didn't perform, and... They underperformed. Uh, Fnatic played great. Um, they even played pretty well for the first two games into uh, TSM. But if you watch the games, uh, early game, almost every single game, and they threw, they didn't play. I'll be honest with you guys. Um, anybody that knows me, I'm pretty blunt. Uh, for me, they underperformed. Communication wasn't there. And we'll see what happens next season if they're going to come back stronger or let this uh, 
hinder their performance. Yeah, fair enough. So, I mean, I guess, like, what, what can we see from them coming up with this next play? I mean, kind of the same stuff. Are they, are they, are they starting, like, practice right now, or what's your schedule right now in this off season right now? Um, right now, it's, for EU at least, it's kind of always, like, this big break. I think uh, they're getting into practice uh, right now a little here and there. Figuring a lot of things out, what we want to move forward with our roster. As you know, Cyclone had a different roster every single week, split two. Our starting roster wasn't at live finals, so all this is public, so it's not like the first time it's, um, saying this, but yeah, they really need to figure out what what's going on and think they're a great group of kids. Um, so yeah, I think we're excited to get to see them get back out there, start playing again. We know that they're definitely one of the more the top tier teams in EU. Um, I'm excited. So yeah, that pretty much wraps it up for uh, this episode, the 2.5 update with odds. Uh, thanks again for coming on with us and talking about these patch notes and breaking down each of these heroes and the changes. Uh, I definitely, you know, 2.6 update will probably be more important, so we look forward to that. And uh, good luck in the off season, and good luck in the next split even though we'll talk to you before we actually get there thank you very much uh thanks for having me as always it's a pleasure uh like favorite subscribe oh yeah we like that, that happens we like that man appreciate that all right cheers man uh cheers I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with Odds. It's really great having him on once again. Uh, you can follow him at oddly underscore odds and keep up with everything. And uh, Cyclone over there on his Twitter page. Um, you know, coming up in the future, it is the new patch. So, you know, there's a bunch of new gray skins, which we talked about earlier in this episode, which means we'll be giving away more skins. So make sure you follow us on Twitter, like I already had mentioned, uh, TFR underscore eSports. We'll be doing some new giveaways and new these some of these cool skins. I hope you guys are getting excited for the summer splits to start. I know uh, Crude and I are extremely excited to see some uh, Vainglory 8 back in action along with these Challenger series. Uh, I know Challenger is going to be really, really some close fights and a lot of great teams and, you know, these new roster changes that are going to be happening. But um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and uh, until next time, cheers. I'm for rolling.